This is Solutions for Families, where parents come with problems and leave with solutions. I'm Paula Fellingham. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode is How to Handle Problems Well. This podcast is especially for parents. So a father from Wisconsin, he showed special insight when he spoke about the choices he made. He said, quote, Sometimes, in the scrambled schedule of life, I get to feeling like the time I spend with my sons could better be spent on work. And then, I remind myself that the budget requests or schedule of who works when or the productivity report, it will affect my life for a few days or weeks. I have to do it, and it's somewhat important, but my job as a father is most important. If I'm a good father to my sons, they will likely be good fathers too. Someday after I'm gone, and certainly after those reports have rotted, a grandchild or a great-grandchild of mine will have a better father or mother because I was a good father. It's kind of a chain reaction, close quote. And a businessman from Oklahoma made some wise choices. He said, quote, I used to worry a lot. In my business, that's easy to do. It got to the point that it was about to break me. Then somehow a very important thing happened to me, and I don't know exactly how it happened. I finally realized deep within myself that it was not possible for me to control every little aspect of my life, as well as the lives of others, as I had been trying to do. I decided that I could do the best that I could do, and then... I had to let it go. I had to trust more in other people and in life. I just can't do everything on my own. I can't carry the world on my shoulders. This realization gave me an indescribable feeling of relief. Now, I'm a much more relaxed, effective, and productive person. Close quote. Oh, my friends, every person, every family has problems. The choices we make as to how we deal with our problems largely determine our happiness or unhappiness. No matter how devastating our circumstances, we can still choose how we think, how we perceive life. Included in the things that I'm teaching on responsibility is Eleanor Roosevelt's famous quote, No one can offend me without my permission, she said. Yes, that's so true. It's so true. No one can offend me without my permission. Think about that. We could choose how we react to our circumstances, our environment, and the people around us. Choice is powerful and truly a gift. Even as I say that, I I fully understand that many, many choices in our lives are beyond our control. However, the choice of attitude, that's always ours. Problems can be gifts, right? They provide opportunities to use our strengths, help us appreciate the good times, and help families grow closer together. How we perceive and deal with our challenges involves significant choices. Entrepreneur Zig Ziglar said, he said, you're free to choose, but the choices you make today will determine what you have, be, and do in the tomorrow of your life. You know, individuals and families occasionally need to just take a time out and evaluate their their life choices. Sometimes, at first, our decisions seem to be good ones, but (laughs) like me and you, I'm sure we're alike in the way that experiences teach us 
that sometimes we're wrong. Usually we have choices as to how we can get back on course with our lives, though. Often, however, these choices, they're difficult, even when we know they're best for our family. You know, sometimes I've seen parents choose to continue on destructive courses because it was just too much effort to make the needed changes. More frequently than we realize, our choices produce a ripple effect and alter the lives of others. Let me share an example of the ripple effect caused by a decision, a big decision, made in our family many years ago. After my husband, Gil, had taught high school for 15 years, he became very unhappy with his career choice. That gap between those ninth graders and Gilbert, oh my gosh, it was getting bigger and bigger. He wanted to teach at a university. So to earn the necessary PhD required to be a university professor, he needed to go back to college for an additional four years. Unfortunately, the closest university to to where we lived then was two and a half hours away from our home. So Gil lived in a little attic room near the University of Washington during the week and returned home only on the weekends. Well, at that time, we had six children, ages 3, 5, 7, 9, 11, and 13. This was not an easy choice. It wasn't long before the full impact of the ripple effect caused by his choice was felt in many lives. After years of being a stay-at-home mom, I returned to school teaching. Our children learned to get along without a full-time dad, and it gave them empathy for those with, you know, who had similar circumstances. My parents respected Gil's choice, and they moved 2,000 miles to be near us and to help during this challenging time. They were with us for three years. Additionally, Gil's parents, they assisted us during this time, and we're so, so grateful. So Gil's choice resulted in an entire family effort. Has that ever happened to you? Something that somebody's choice, one of the parents' choice probably, had ripple effects through your whole family? So what were some of the consequences for us? Well, it was a very long four years. (laughs) It really was. We often got discouraged and impatient with the hurdles that we encountered. Frequently, we had to refocus on our goal to make it through the long days of family separation. However, the positive consequences of Gil's choice to earn a PhD, there are many. I learned to appreciate and empathize with single mothers. The children have close relationships now with their grandparents because of time spent together. As a family, we pulled together. Yeah, we endured to the end of a challenging time. Now Gil has a doctorate in biostatistics, and he's been teaching for many, many years at the university of his choice. He absolutely loves his job. And he has a great appreciation for the sacrifices made on his behalf. My friends, as you know, all choices have consequences. Sometimes the results of our choices are good. Sometimes the consequences are negative, even devastating. I suggest that before making choices, whenever possible, we follow these seven steps. You ready? Number one, study all possibilities. Research, if necessary, all possible angles of the choice, taking whatever time is needed to make the correct decision. Number two, don't make rush decisions, especially on life-changing choices. Number three, 
Discuss your thoughts with family members and trusted friends. Four, keep an open mind and sincerely consider all the possibilities. Number five, and this is a personal choice, pray about your decision. Number six, then make your choice. And seven, if after your best efforts, your choice was not ideal, don't regret it. Perhaps you could think this. Hey, I made the best decision I could with the information I had at the time. And then go on with your life. Agency is a God-given gift. How we use our agency in this life is usually our choice. Okay, my friends, until the next episode, have a beautiful day. And please subscribe to my podcast, tell your friends about solutions for families, and come see me on paulafellingham.com. As always, I send you my love. And if you have a question about something I've said or anything going on in your life, I invite you to my weekly free Zoom call. It's Ask Paula Anything. It's on Thursday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific time on Zoom. I also share more tips and solutions on that call and on solutionsforfamilies.com. Thank you so much for being with me, and God bless you.